0: Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, as usual, we are starting our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Shorter podcast today because our Psalms are a little bit shorter. We're looking at Psalm 142 and 143. They both deal with David fleeing from Saul, fleeing from persecution. Uh, the first psalm we're reading today, Psalm 142, is David's psalm written from within the cave when he's hiding from King Saul. And so it really shows David's dependency on the Lord, not just for protection and grace, but for forgiveness of sin and all of those things. So open up your hearts and I think uh, even though it's a little bit short today I think it's going to speak to you Uh, and then we're also going to be looking at Proverbs chapter 2 and just a quick heads up we're almost done reading through the Psalms uh, another week or two and we'll have read through the Psalms for I don't even know fourth time, fifth time and uh, it's a trend that I continue to or that I plan to continue Um, we've been doing it for a very long time, for many years, and it's one of the things I look forward to most each week, and I I hope that you feel the same. All right, let's open up our hearts and see what the Word of God might have to say to us this morning. Psalm 142 and 143, King James Bible. Let's begin. Verse 1. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked have they privately laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me, no man cared for my soul. I cried unto the Lord, O Lord, I said, Thou art my refuge, and my portion in the land of the living. Attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison. That I might praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about. For thou shalt deal bountifully with me. So that's Psalm 142. Something that just kind of jumped out to me a little bit is. David says in verse 4. I looked on my right hand. And behold and beheld. And there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. David's like, I'm, you know, I'm in this situation. People are trying to harm me. I look around. There's not a single person that cares about me, that cares about what happens to me. Not a single human being. But I cried unto the Lord. I said, you, Lord, right? Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. There's no one around who cares enough to help me or that's even able to. But you, Lord, you care about me. You're my refuge. There may be times in our lives when we think, man, I have no friends, no family. Nobody cares. God cares. Even David had moments where he felt that way. Let's continue on. Similar theme here. Psalm 143. And then I'll read a little bit of commentary from Matthew Henry before we move on to Proverbs. Psalm 143, verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications, and thy faithfulness answer me and in thy righteousness. Enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul, he hath smitten my life down to the ground, he hath made me to dwell in darkness, as those who have been long dead. Therefore is my spirit overwhelmed within me, my heart within me is desolate. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muse on the work of thy hands. I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee, as a thirsty land. Selah. Hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. Cause me to hear thy loving-kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God thy spirit is good, lead me into the land of uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble, and of thy mercy cut off my enemies and destroy all them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. There's a lot of things that jump out of me in that psalm. First and foremost, verse 2, he pleads for God not to judge him for his sin, but to show him mercy instead. Verse 2, enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. He's making the point there's not a person on the planet who can be justified before God. Only by God's grace and mercy, right? Because everybody, including myself. Right? That's what, that's what David's getting at. No man shall be justified in thy sight. Have mercy on me, Lord. Hear me speedily, he says. Verse 7. And he says that a lot. Hear my prayer, Lord. Hear me speedily, Lord. Verse 8, he says, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. Help me to know what way I should be walking. Verse 8 is very, very important, I think. Let's just read it again. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in thee do I trust cause me to know the way wherein I should walk for I lift up my soul unto thee David's saying I don't know there's so much confusion around me there's so many things happening Lord I trust you you know the right way show me the way verse 10 is very similar Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. David is aware of his own issues, right? Acutely aware of that, and knows that God is the answer, and that God is the way, And he's relying on God to show him that way. Let me read you just a short paragraph of commentary from Matthew Henry real quick. It's about Psalm 143, which we just read. And then we'll move on to Proverbs chapter 2. Here's what he says. We have no righteousness of our own plead, own to plead. Therefore must, let me start over, we have no righteousness of our own to plead, therefore must plead God's righteousness, and the word of promise which he has freely given us, and caused us to hope in. David, before he prays for the removal of his trouble, prays for the pardon of his sin, and depends upon mercy alone. He bemoans the weight upon his mind from outward troubles, but he looks back and remembers God's former appearance for his afflicted people and for him in particular. He looks around and notices the works of God. The more we consider the power of God, the less we shall fear the face or force of a man. He looks up with earnest desires towards God and his favor. This is the best course we can take. When our spirits are overwhelmed, the believer will not forget that it is in his best actions, that in his best actions, he is a sinner. Meditation and prayer will recover us from distress. And then the mourning soul strives to return to the Lord as the infant stretches out its hands to the indulgent mother and thirsts for his consolations as the parched ground for refreshing rain alright let's move on let's read Proverbs chapter 2 and then we'll wrap it up for this morning remember these are most of these are written to Solomon's son or sons verse 1 my son if thou will receive my words and hide my commandments within thee, so that thou incline thy ear into wisdom and apply thy heart unto understanding, yea, if thou cries after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous, he is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of his judgment, and preserveth the way of his saints. Then thou shalt understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thy heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh froward things, who leave the path of brightness to walk in the ways of darkness. To rejoice to do evil, and delight in the frowardness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and they froward in their paths. To deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth to death, her paths unto the dead. Know that none that go unto her return again, neither they take hold of the paths of life. That thou may walk us in the way of good men, and keep the paths of the righteous. For the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it, but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth." and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. And that is Proverbs chapter 2. There's a word in there. Uh, I always like to point it out uh, every once in a while so people understand what it means. But uh, the King James will use the word froward a lot, which just basically means perverse. And Solomon is warning his sons to watch out for these kind of people and to stay away from strange women because a strange woman and what he means is a woman that's not your wife or a woman you have no intent of being married to, right? Like just that's going to lead you into a very bad place. He's warning his sons. Let's go back to it just real quick. Discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. He's talking about being wise, being wise in the ways of God. To deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh froward things, perverse things. Who leave the path of uprightness, so you're on the path of uprightness, to walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice to do evil and delight in the frowardness, the perverseness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and they perverse, froward in their paths. And he continues, To deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God, He's saying, stay away from the strange, ungodly woman. The woman who abandoned the teachings from her youth. Who abandoned the ways of God. Why? For her house, verse 18, inclineth unto death and her paths unto the dead. None that go into her return again, neither take hold of the paths of life. Thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of the righteous the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressors shall be rooted out. That, my friends, is our wisdom and encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs for this week. I hope that you have been blessed. I pray that your hearts have been pierced. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and for your prayers. Peace and grace be with all of you and until next time God bless.